Greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy, and the host of the most listened to, the most talked about, and quite possibly the most revered piece of telecommunication since Marconi uttered the first words heard on radio. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, the dark nerd detective, defender of the nerd faith, lord commander of the nerd's watch, and a man who knows that X never, ever marks the spot except for all those other times when it does. Sir Christopher! Bongiorno. We're in the midst of our 2018 International Adventure Tour, a year-long journey where we retrace the steps of some of the world's greatest adventurers and treasure hunters. Today we're in Venice, Italy. Ah, Venice. At the Marciana Library on Piazza San Marco. It's a location reputed to be the resting place of one of the Knights of the Last Crusade. The knight is said to be entombed somewhere beneath the library and that there's an entrance uh, to a hidden passageway that lay somewhere on the ground floor. What are you looking at me for? Well, secret tomb, hidden passage. That's your cue, buddy. Mm -hmm. This is where you start smashing stuff to find the trigger to open the secret passageway, and then we have a zany adventure. Wow. That is some lazy, lazy writing. And I'm a bit offended at how you constantly reduce me to this two-dimensional Neanderthal cartoon character whose only enjoyment is from destroying things. What about my creative side, Jay? Have you ever thought about that? Do you know that I write poetry? Huh? You don't, do you? No, because you have this narrow box that you try to put me in all of the time. Well, I have news for you, sir. What you don't know about me, we could just about squeeze into the entire Arches National Park and still have room for more. Found it! What? Uh, Yeah, sorry. I found the entrance to the tomb. Uh, I talked with a security guard. Turns out uh, that they unearthed the tomb years ago. Uh, They they even have a walking tour uh, narrated by John Riss Davies. I got you one. Sorry I walked away earlier. What were you saying? Nothing. Nothing at all. Hang on to your Grail Diaries, gang, because you are just in time for the Just Us Nerds podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Oh yeah. All right, so here we are once more. That's right. Once more unto the breach, my friend, where we have to educate others about comic books, movies, and all things in between, but pretty much just toys. I've, I've kind of figured out that the all things in between really is just a euphemism for it, toys. It's toys. Yeah, it is toys. <laughs> so so um, let, let's jump right in. I have, um, I, I don't know if you had anything prepared that you wanted to talk about. I do. Uh, I have some. Why I don't ha- you go first? Because I do. <laughs> I do. But I, right. I just got to try to find it. So go All ahead. right. Okay. Um, so I'm I, never prepared. I, I had I had three titles that I was going to talk about the, uh, in particular that I recently read. It, so there's Amazing Spider-Man 1. There's uh, issue, I mean, literally issue 1. Uh Old Man Logan, um, and I think it's issues 41 and 42, 
and then renew your vows. I don't know what happened. I had the number saved on here, but now see now I'm, I am unprepared. So th- so those are the three titles that I was going to talk. Oh, okay. About. So um, l- let's first. I, I kind of have them arranged, I think, in order of the ones I like the least to the ones that I like the best. Let's just do the one you like. Well, no, we got because I've got a couple. You, you, all right, we're gonna sit here all day. All right. So, um, oh, okay then. Good, good, right, right to right Come to on, the, guy. Right, right, right to the point then. Um, yeah, uh, Amazing Spider-Man one. Kind of disappointed by by that. Uh, old You've man been reading a lot of Spider-Man lately. I I have I have I have a fondness for the for the character. Uh, so if we're just talking about the ones that I really like, uh, I found the old man Logan story interesting. I mean, it was, it, it was fun. It was not anything. It, it was just kind of an excuse to see Craven fight Wolverine. I actually read this. Okay. Well, well, what'd you think of it? I thought it was really. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I like the idea that you know he thinks of Logan as the ultimate hunt. Well, g- g- give some backstory then for for people who haven't don't, don't know about the the story. Well, what, what do you what do you remember about so? This? From what I remember is basically Craven has always looked at Logan as like the ultimate hunt, but now he's kind of like stuck with uh, this Logan and it's old and it doesn't heal well and it's not as fast and it's not as strong. And he kind of feels like he's in a petting zoo to try to kill him. So well, you know. he, he sees it as a mercy killing. That's it's really it's what like it is. He yeah. He's like, like hey, I'm I, giving I, you the opportunity it, to go out as a it, warrior. It, it, it breaks my damn heart seeing you like this. So uh, Wolverine, I'm just going to put you out of out of my misery. Which, of, of course, this is not the mainstream six one six Wolverine. This is this is the the one from the uh, the wastelands. Right. The, the one where um, his healing factor doesn't work as well. He's you know, uh, isn't he blind in one eye? <laughs> Uh yeah yeah I think I think he is blind in one eye and and at this point in the story it is issues forty one and forty two gotcha uh he's had his hand uh, chopped yeah. off uh, and, so and that's one of his claws is bone and the right. other one is metal uh, he's a wreck yeah well and, well that's definitely how Craven sees him uh. So, uh, of course we don't have to I, I don't know if it's is it a spoiler to say that Wolverine prevails in the end. I don't. I don't know if it's. A, I don't know if it's a big spoiler. Do you, Do you think it's a, it's a huge spoiler to to say? Probably not. No, I don't think so. Uh, that's what, certainly what Craven thinks going into it, but I think he very quickly realizes that he bit off more than than he could chew. Yeah, you know, and, and I I kind of liked that. Like it was him. Uh, like he's like, oh, I I got this. There's no problem with that. Don't worry about him. This is I'm going not to be a piece of cake. It's no problem. A piece of crumb cake, you know. And then all of a sudden he's like, ooh, okay, hold on. Perhaps it was bad decision to piss off men with adamantium skeleton and claws. And a, and a you know a lethal killing machine who's been doing it for like two hundred years. You know, there, there's nothing particular. So this story was written by Ed Brinson and uh, drawn by Francesco Mana. The artwork is very good. No, you it's good. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's very, very much to. Uh, yeah, d- certainly. I mean, Craven's one of my favorite characters. I cosplayed as him this year at, at Comic Con. Uh, th- I mean, this story features two of my favorite characters, Craven and Wolverine. And, right. And it really makes sense that these two characters would have some type of encounter. Yeah, you'd, you'd think that they would they would go after one another. You know. So I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of yeah, I, I, I give it like a B minus. I mean, it's it's kind of a, it's a nice kind of fun fanboy popcorn 
flick kind right. of a kind of a thing. Not a not a flick, but like you get what I say. I'm yeah, saying. yeah. Like the the equivalent, the comic book equivalent of a of a popcorn. Yeah, flick. I it's agree. In the Savage Land, there's dinosaurs. These, these are kind of like those one offs that we like that we look at, and you know, once you read them, you're like, man, that was a really good story, you know. And it it doesn't go on for a year or something like that. Yeah, it's just, you know, one and done, and and you know, what would happen if this person fought this person, it, kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's it's kind of a fanboy. No, oh, I like that. Um, renew your vows. I'm I'm continuing to read Spider Man. Renew your vows. So that's the uh, uh, issue uh, twenty, actually. Of Renew your vows that I'm reading. It's the beginning of a new story. Weird science. Okay. <laughs> Weird science. I love. It. She's oh. alive. Alive. Yeah. Um. So. Weird science now. So Anna Parker. So that's the that, so that's the new uh, offspring of uh, of Peter and Mary Jane, kind of in the new. What's her uh, AKA? Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's dumb spiderling. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not perfect. It's it's, it's shit. It's not perfect. It's shit. Yeah, yeah. I, well, because Spider Girl's already taken because they've already used that one before. Well, I, I don't, get it. I but don't know. I mean, they could have come up it's with like, something better. Come on, guys. That's, that's the bet you got. Yeah, but to be honest, think about it. No disrespect. Your child, if your child was the next superhero of you, yeah, wouldn't you give him a cooler name than even you? I, I, uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, like, look at it this way. Like, um, let's say I'm a superhero and I mm. go with my kid. I'm gonna give them a better name because when I die, I want them to be like, oh damn, and you don't, don't don't mess with you know. You'd want them to get picked on at superhero school for well, having a no. dorky name. When he goes to Sky High, you need, you need to be able to have that. Or Xavier School for Mutants. Yeah. Well, it just depends on how it is. Yeah. Um, just saying. This story I find interesting. Um, and the reason that I find it interesting is who the antagonist is. So uh, you, you're not reading this, right? No. All right. So the, the, the story here is that, uh, that Anna Parker, so Spiderling, whatever you want to call her, she's haunted by these nightmares of her attacking civilians. Uh, but you, as you read through the story, you see that it, it, it's not nightmares. She has a very evolved form of spider sense. So in the way that Peter oh. has spider sense that kind of very vaguely lets him know that danger's coming, her spider sense is more kind of along the lines on precognition where she can literally see... The battles before they happen. Before they happen. Although in this case, it's not so much pre precognition. It's more sort of a clairvoyance. So she hmm. is, she's seeing things happening as they're happening, even though that even though she's not there. So... Um, Spiderling, right, is the I know, yeah, right. It's hard I'm sorry, to say, it's I just, hard. To, I know, no, it's hard to say I, that I, name without sounding ridiculous. So, um, she's gotten the interest of a certain villain in the Marvel universe. Who? who? So, which Marvel villain is uh, other than? So, this is an X Men villain who is obsessed with genetics. Mister Sinister. Mister Sinister. Oh, that's cool. I, his whole thing, right? He's always been obsessed with Scott and Gene Summers. He he just yeah. loves playing around well, with their all of the possibilities did, of their genetics. Did he have something and, to do with Cable? Um, I don't know if he had something to do with Cable, but I believe he had something to do with Nate. Yeah, Summers, yeah. who was kind of an alternate version of, of Cable. So I, one of the things that I love about Renew Your Vows that it does, it's it's not just, okay, well, what if Spider-Man and Mary Jane had stayed married and, um, and that's it? Right. It presents, it's kind of, you're living in this what-if universe where uh, sort of like the... the not only is that's not the only thing different about this world. There are seven of several of these other like in this world, Wolverine and Jean Grey are married, and the reason that they're married is because 
Scott chose to support the Superhero uh, Registration Act, and Gene didn't, and so that ended up splitting the two of them apart. So you have all of these other great kind of alternative continuities that are happening uh, right along with uh, this this story, and so it's it's really fun, and it, it's giving uh, us a chance just to just to tell interesting stories about these characters and look at them from different vantage points, and I really like it. And and I'm I'm sorry, I know you didn't want me to talk about this. No, 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 but go ahead. I I have to because. This is the sad thing. This is the reason why I don't care for Amazing Spider-Man 1. This is why it's such a disappointment to me. On the last page, on right. the last panel of this book, and spoilers if you haven't read it, Peter and Mary Jane get back together. Like now like no, like they get back t- together. Like they're they are introdu- they're like presenting it like okay, they're a couple again. <laughs> now, Chris what has been my that's biggest been your biggest gripe. thing that's that they're been, not back together? Right, I should be. I, I should, you be, should be. Happy. I should be happy. I should be overjoyed by this. Yeah, this this will, you know. I felt empty, Chris. Did you feel that it was kind of a cheap shot? It was so forced. It was just you know you talk about lazy writing at the beginning of the show. Yeah, this just see and and I I I say this with all res- respect to the the writer Nick Spencer. It just I, I wasn't. Feeling it, it did not feel organic. It felt very rushed. It felt okay. This is we're we're restarting oh, Amazing Spider-Man up. at one, and so we're just going to restart. We're, we're just going to completely do away with everything that Dan Slott did. Nah. And and not to say that I'm necessarily happy with everything that Dan Slott did. And you know what my feelings on One More Day oh, are. Yeah. But you don't fix a shitty, lazy writing problem by making another lazy decision. Right. And I felt like that's there there were just there were jokes in here that just weren't landing with me. Like there's a the the book part of it takes place during an alien invasion mm-hmm. that's happening and for some reason the Avengers are like on the ropes and and it's presented that Spider-Man is the only one that has the solution to fix this. And then just at that moment, like inexplicably Black Cat who is now in the Spider-Man continuity mm-hmm. she's a villain again she did a heel turn oh uh, uh, yeah. wrestling turn right did yeah. it, so so she's now like the she's sort of like another crime boss right oh. so there's absolutely no reason for her to be out in the streets fighting uh, these creatures because right. that's not what she's that's been doing she for, the, for the past two years right but there she is you know she she pops up she's like spider what are you doing and this and that and he he says listen i don't have time i gotta go save the world i ain't got time for you there's a, there's a good possibility that i might die and so just in case let me just say bye felicia oh dude really like dude dude i'm sorry that that just that joke just really just fell flat <sighs> that just it was just horrible and there were more all right now here's my question are you yeah. going to continue to read <sighs> you are aren't you i am you know what i have a rule where i give a book at least 3 issues okay i give a, i give a book at least You've 3 issues you named at issues. least 6 issues but I, no no i'm i'm just talking about amazing I, spider-man 1 that was a joke uh, <laughs> i am i'm going to give it th- i'm going to give it 3 more issues but you know what if it continues like this um, I, you don't want to, I want to know my gonna, prediction? I'm just kidding. I'm going to stay on it because I love Spider-Man. Actually, <laughs> you, know, you know what my prediction is in all honesty? What? I have a feeling if it's as bad, the next issue is as bad as that. I don't think you're going to read it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. I'll tell you, I definitely, I, cause I prefer renew your vows. Right. And I'm getting my, I can get my Spider-Man fix there. Right. And, um, 
for as much as I had complaints about Dan, some of Dan Slott's work, uh, overall, Dan Slott is a is an excellent writer. I, I I like his work, and I like some of the things that he did. Uh, let me just give you one other, just another example too, yeah. Chris. Of just the, the, again, it just it seemed kind, just kind of lazy to me. Yeah. So it seems like maybe like they said, hey, you got a week. You, you, you know. Yeah, we gotta we gotta change all of this stuff. We gotta walk back all of these things that Dan Slott did, and we just because we gotta take Pete back to basics. Right. You know, that's right. I, I hate that. I, I really really hate that. Back to basic. It's it basically it essentially means we're going to undo anything that made the character different or right. interesting or evolved over the past run. And so so Peter See, and you know it's still like. Out of all of the Spider-Man comics and everything that I've read, still, you know what one of my favorite was? The whole Parker Tech thing. I still found that as one of the best runs ever. I found that really interesting. I really liked that because he grew up. And, yeah, you know, and, and I had mixed feelings about it, but I, I agree with you. It's like that, you know, you, you want to expect him to just forever just be in the same place. It's right. just that it's not the Simpsons. Boring, boring after a while. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, so so um, he lost his doctorate. What? He ends up losing. He's stripped of his doctorate. And Why? do you want to know how it happened? In one issue. In one issue. Do you want to know how? Now, Did he send somebody some spider pics, if you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe. Um, no, no. What ha- That would have at least been kind of interesting in a bold new direction. No, what happened was, here, here's literally what happened. He is, so do you remember how he had his new job where he was working at the, as the science editor right. at the Daily Bugle? So he goes to a science expo at Empire State University and they're they're testing this new software that can immediately tell immediately. if paper if a paper if a work has been plagiarized. Okay. And Th- whose a paper and whose paper do you think they put through? Peters. The, Peters. And what do you think happened, Chris? The alarms went off. The alarms went off. Why, Chris? Because he plagiarized. But why did he plagiarize, Chris? Because he's Spider Man. He doesn't have the time to write. Because. It was a paper written when he was Otto Octavius. So the software goes off. And And Otto wins. And and so it's like, and it's not just that. Chris, this is something that you you could have spent a couple issues on this. You could have had this as some drama happening uh, over a couple issues. But no, within the span of literally, I think, a page. Oh, my God. Really? From the time his pa- like within a page you have his paper being read through the scanner, he is imi- this is new technology, mind you. So immediately everyone just assumes that oh this is clearly must be w- th- there couldn't be a mistake at all. Right there on the spot, he is stripped of his doctorate. Yeah, that it, did, what they do like rip his sash off or something. I think that yeah yes, and 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 he's fired from the bugle. Jay Jonah fired him. Well, Jay Jonah's not. The, Robbie Robertson is the new Whoa. editor now. It it's just everything just feels so rushed. It's like you know, Mister Mister Spencer, and I'm speaking to you with all respect, and I and I appreciate that as a writer, you're putting yourself out there, and it may be hard to hear this criticism. So I I say this with all kindness and and respect. You and, suck, intended. Ding Dong. No, I'm not saying that. You say that. I'm not saying that. Um, I wanted to get to where you were. I wanted to get to the destination. Like I, I was with you for the ride, man. I wanted to get there, but 
slow your roll, buddy. Yeah. Like, you know, th- not that fast. It's like, that's not how I wanted to get there. That's sex on the first date. Yeah, man. It's like, you got to wind me and dine me a little bit, man. You got to, you can't, I'm not that kind of girl. You know, you got to wind me and dine me, you know, maybe take me, t- take me like to, uh, I don't know, like a pottery barn first Ooh. or like oh. a, a craft show, Ooh. you know, like you're a boring chick. I am, I am, but you know, that's that's who I am, Chris. I've I've embraced it. So, yeah, I, I got it. I I I felt I really wanted to include this in our discussion because I, I was disappointed. It's like mm. this issue gave me a lot of what I always wanted. It's like okay, Peter and Mary Jane, are, and and also just the way that Peter and Mary Jane get back together. It's He's just like, like, hey, you want to go back together? Yeah, yeah I do. I y- think that's great. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what he basically just shows up in her apartment. Is like, you know, I almost died today. First you, of all, do you want to be my girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she's like, yeah, I do. Do I, you think I, that excuse worked? I'm I, gonna try that. I'm, I'm just, gonna try. I'm that. just gonna forget about all of the reasons that we decided not to get married. And it, it's just like, I I have to. I, 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 Straczynski did it better. Yeah, J- uh, Straczynski did it better because uh, when uh, when um, when Str- Straczynski took over Spider Man, Peter and Mary Jane were apart. He took his time. He took. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that happened over the course of several issues for them to get back, as I recall it. Right. Uh, for them to get back together, and yeah, this just yeah, Spider Amazing Spider Man one. I'm I'm sorry to say, just the the jokes didn't land with me. Mm. Um, the tone was was kind of uneven. It was very silly in some places, trying to be serious in others. And uh, it's just, you know, I wanted to go where you were taking me. I just right. didn't want to go that fast. So, All right. So, you want to know what I've been reading a little bit? What you've what you been reading, buddy? All right. So, one of the things uh, that I have been reading, we'll talk about. And then the other one, I want to talk about the news story that I showed you today. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's comic book related. Oh, my God. So. It's cr- that's, that's crazy. So, all right. So, I have been reading um, Boom Comics. Okay. Boom. They, they have acquired a bunch of classic uh, titles and stuff. Mm. All right. One of them was one of my all-time favorite for, for child. Now, mind you... You know, I still grew up in the era of Transformers and Thundercats and everything like that. So, one of my favorite things is the 80s was Voltron, right? Defender of right. the universe. What is the little stepbrother of Voltron? Oh, crap. Uh, wait, don't tell me. Uh, the little stepbrother it's, of uh, probably, Voltron. I'll say it's probably more successful, though. Uh, the little stepbrother Every of Voltron. Every kid in the 90s wanted to be one. Wanted to be one. A member of a team. Power Rangers? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right, so Boom has actually acquired the Power Rangers. And so this has been like going, this has been ongoing. So I've I've caught up, you know. There were like five volumes of this that I've I've been reading through. So it's been, uh, so it's written by Kyle Higgins, illustrated by Hendre Presetia. I did that pretty good. You did. You uh, did. Excellent. Colors by uh, Matt Herms and uh, letters by uh, Ed Dukeshire. Now, what's kind of cool about this? Um, did you watch? Look at you doing your homework. I'm, I'm, imp- I'm impressed. So, did you did you watch it at all? Do you remember it at all? Oh, or? the pa- did, have yeah. I watched the show, The Power yeah, yeah, yeah. Rangers? Did you watch oh, it? Oh man, at all? Uh, back in the back in the '90s when right. when they first hit. Okay, uh, I would I would watch it so every Saturday morning. What this takes place is this takes place right after uh, the Green Ranger has switched sides. So remember when Rita has created the Green Ranger to defeat the Power Rangers, and he switches and actually becomes one of Zordon's Rangers. Yeah, yeah, he goes on to become the White Ranger. 
So actually, he stays as the Green Ranger for a while. Okay. And then his power coin actually dissolves and, and whatnot. But here's the thing that's really cool to me. So this takes place, like, literally the battle right afterwards where Tommy switched. And he's still trying to adapt. He's only been in Angel Grove for, like, six months. All right. And here he is already being, you know... All of a sudden, he's been given these superpowers. He has all this, and he's he's trying to still con- see how he fits in the team, you know, because well, you know, he tried week, to kill all of them a week before so, he was so, trying to kill them. So that's gonna kind of, you know, put a damper on so, things. But what, what's kind of neat, and the way that they did this, so Tommy, by far, I, I want to say, is probably one of everybody's favorite ranger, you know, and and just. Um, Played uh, uh, fabulously by Mr. Jason David Frank. Yeah, JDF, baby, JDF. So, but what's kind of neat to me is, so the green Power Ranger coin actually belonged to Rita, okay? She still has ties to it. And what, what's actually happening is, and the way that they illustrate it is, is she is, he's, he's kind of having a schizophrenic moment because she is like in his brain. Oh. She's basically, you know, he's, you know, him and Jason, like a little part of the comic book they're they're driving in a car it's jason and tommy and he's like hey man are you all right he goes yeah i'm good and then you hear her, she goes oh can i do the voice of rita please so you know he's like yeah yeah i'm good i'm tisk, good tisk. oh tommy if only you were you know because that's a, right How did, how was that was that it? was good okay, actually okay, but right, like thanks. she keeps going and she goes oh and now the red red ranger's getting suspicious uh-oh she's like you know uh and he's talking, he goes, sorry, I, I guess I just kind of spaced. I'm not much of a morning person. And she goes, or a person at all, really. Ooh. You know, and she, she's basically trying to fill his head with doubt and saying to him, like, you have no business being with them. Zordon is going to lead you down. You should have stayed with me. I can't believe you did this. How dumb can you be? You know what? This is what's showing how worthless you really are. And she just beats on him and beats on him and now, beats on now him. Now, question. Yes. Do we know, is it really Rita or is it Tommy's oh, no. sort of mental representation uh, of Rita? T- to be honest, they they go into it a little bit, and I think it's a little column A, a little column B. Okay. Like, I think All she right. has like emotional influence, but it's really his subconscious. Like he's he's so self conscious of himself that he you know he wants to continue to do it. His guilt is manifested as Pretty the much. image of Rita. That's so, well, I like that. That's deep. So what happens is. Um, they go into this, you know, big giant battle. They're, you know, uh, the Dragon Zord all of a sudden. Um, Love the Dragon Zord, by the way. It gets taken control by. Actually, what's kind of neat is they actually have a bunch of the original villains, and um, it actually gets taken control over by Scorpina, if you remember her. She, I do not remember Scorpina. Asian, she was this Asian chick and like, uh, looks like Scorpion armor. Here, I'll show you. That's Scorpina. And, oh, uh, okay. I do not remember yeah, her. Yeah. And you know, I I I always love the Dragon Zord because uh, I I might be misremembering this, so correct mm-hmm, me mm-hmm, if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But wasn't its roar Godzilla? Didn't it have the Godzilla? It was a, high, it was a higher pitch Godzilla. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. love it. So love it. Um. Well, anyway, she ends up getting control of it, and she starts tearing up the city and doing all of this stuff. And does she have the little daggers? She plays the. So Finster, if you remember Finster, Finster's the one who made all the little clay monsters that would turn into the big monsters. Yeah, yeah. He's like a little white dragon or something. Yeah, yeah, I remember. He created a second uh, dragon flute because he created the first one. Ah, okay. So she has a way of controlling it. So, and then all of a sudden... Do they have to have a flute off? No, no. Because that would be awesome. But what happens is um, this voice comes to Rita and says to her, you know, bring me here and I will take care of them. And... Basically, you find out that there is this 
giant. It's a new monster, right? Mm-hmm. And his name is he's actually called the Black Dragon. And he comes through and just annihilates every one of them and actually starts taking control over the the rangers. Like he's taking their zords over and he's using them. And he's kind of Ooh. he's cool mech, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, that is cool. He can grow on, on his own and everything like that. He, but he works for Rita. Kind of. Okay. He's kind of like a um, assassin for hire kind of thing. Ah, okay, okay. So he goes there. He's a merc. Well, and something goes on, and they realize that, you know, they're looking at him, and um, he is actually not a monster. He's actually a robot. Okay. So, All right. <coughs> excuse me. So they're able to find out that, you know, he's a robot, and Billy ends up going inside of the monster, you know, and trying to Brazing. find... Yeah, and trying to find <laughs> who this pilot is. Well, Black Dragon goes back to his realm. What, it fi- what you find out is the parts on the Black Dragon are identical to the Dragon Zord. They're not replicas. They are the exact parts. Well, how can that be? So when he goes back to, it is an alternate timeline oh so what this is that that black dragon is actually the dragon zord and what happened is is this timeline tommy did not turn with the rangers he stayed with rita and in fact he became more powerful than rita so they're trying to get and and i feel like somebody made like a fanfic like youtube video yes kind of kind of okay so what happens is is um trying to remember let me find the uh uh the actual name but it like i said man it it was so freaking good that uh you so um does it capture the feel of the original show it does and what's really cool about it is not only is it the original power rangers but they have all of the other zords they have a bunch of like the elemental zords a bunch of the ninja zords a bunch of you know they all came together to try to fight uh uh this evil enemy and you come to f- you find out that it's Tommy, and Tommy has uh, basically become this this evil, you know, uh, monster, and he destroys all of the Zords, doing all of that. So they're like, okay, we need to build a Ranger who's going to be stronger, powerful, more than anything. Let's use all of our white light, all of our good energy. Ah. And they go, and Jason was the pick. So Jason's starting to change into the white Ranger. Well, Tommy goes in and takes over and actually both infuses the green Ranger into the white Ranger. And he becomes the most powerful. Light green Ranger? He actually, hon, he, be, he become. I gotta find. The, I gotta find the picture. Um, I think it's like in volume two that he does it, and it it's just so cool. And uh, but I I absolutely loved it. It it brought back my childhood. Remember the artwork looked it. good. So I'm gonna tell you if you get the chance. It's actually uh, on unlimited right now. So great. Uh, oh, co- Comicsology yeah, Unlimited. Yeah. So terrific. It, it's on there if if you guys get the chance to. So is it so? Uh, all right. So the the original Power Rangers always had that kind of it was kind of a goofy. Uh, this not vibe. so much. Yeah, this doesn't not seem so goofy. No. no, no. I mean, you you got you got two, you got you know a guy sitting in the car having like all of his insecurities manifested by, uh, you know Rita. That's that's a bit more serious. That yeah. the show never took. I think itself I, that seriously. I, I think it was more for, you know the, 
adults who watch this who, show. Who grew up with it, yeah. And, yeah. you know, we're able to do that. So let's talk about the next thing. Sure. Oh, yeah, the the uh, the news. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is nuts. This, this, this is, um, yeah, I, I, go ahead. Okay, so they, they were doing a little comic book, uh, DC was, and of course it's going to be the wedding of Batman and Catwoman. So issue 50. Right. So if you haven't read it, skip ahead. You know, it's going to be spoilerific. So, Which uh, is funny because actually neither one of us have, have read it, but, but it, was, it, was, it was already it was spoiled. It was spoiled for this, me. Yeah, it was spoiled in this article. And so the Batman, so Batman writer Tom King, uh, he had to have San Diego Comic-Con bodyguards with him thanks to death threats over the wedding issue. So, if if you don't know, it's amazing. They, I, I, they they both realize that they aren't going to marry each other, and they kind of you know back out. So, but I'm going to read the comics so that we can do it. But still, he has had to hire um bod- bodyguards because the nerds are going to kill him. You know, there's a great line from The Office where Stanley goes, "Boy, have you lost your mind? Because I'll help you find it." And and that that's it. It's like right, you know. You you sent this to me, and the first thought that I had, honestly, and and you know, I lose my shit over decisions that people make oh, yeah. about comic oh, book yeah. characters. And you know, it, I understand we all share a passion for these characters. I mean, you and I do this podcast. It's a labor of love. We wouldn't do it if we didn't love these right, characters. Exactly. But there's a line, right? And and yeah. and it's and and yeah. first of all. What is the sad thing about this also the sad irony of like you read these books that are about these characters that are supposed to all supposed to embody like doing the right thing and, right. St- and fair play and fair, honesty fair play yeah. honesty and then just to to act in such a way I as will murder you Well you know what though in all, in all honesty though think about this we've had this talk where comic books have gotten a lot you know, of that darker side and because that's kind of what the public wants. And, you know, maybe this is also partial. It's a reflection. Sure, it could be a reflection of that. Also, if you really want to get very analytical about it, Batman is a character who basically enforces his will using his fists. He's the man of vengeance. So I guess it's not that surprising that Batman fans are pissed off, are pissed off and willing to use violence to enforce their... their I, I just, it, just got to say this, you know, Settle down, comic book guy. Yeah, it, it'll be yeah. all right. And, the, and in all the, honesty, the it, sun will come up tomorrow. You can write your own fanfic where they had that, where they have a honeymoon. And yeah, but if you had that big of an issue, you know, don't write a death threat to him. I'd actually go to his damn panel. Why don't you sit there and you know and not and be then the make the death threat? No, no, no. <laughs> but I'd sit there at the panel and I'd say to him, "What? Why did you do that? What's wrong with you?" And right in front of everybody, call him out and make him answer it. Don't sit there and and sit there and think that. You know, hiding behind a letter or doing that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, it's like Johnny Lawrence says, back in my day, <laughs> when people got picked on, you knew it because I did it to your face. Wisdom from Cobra Kai, so, which we're going to talk about later on the are, show. We are going to talk about it. So actually, that's actually a pretty good segue. Yeah, just, are, we, are, we, are we done with the, we, I'm, we I'm talking done about it. this? All saying, right. I just, I just wanted to bring it up. I thought it was so ridiculous. All right. All right. Let's do some movie talk. Yeah. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, 
You're gonna see some serious shit. This episode was badly written! Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria! Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you were here? Someday she just can't get rid of a bomb. Yeah, so uh, Chris and Jay, we, we watched a little show on uh, YouTube called Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Cobra Kai, Cobra Co- Kai, never die, never <laughs> die. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I, we were both excited about this ever it since it... It is a beautiful storytelling. It... <laughs> If uh, so, we're going to be talking spoilers. So if you haven't if you haven't seen the show, you might want to just skip ahead uh, because we, we're we're going to be talking about the whole whole all of season yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, I watched it in one day. So uh, yeah, I, I you know not not quite, but I was I'm not far behind you. With yeah, that. well, no, that's not true because it's I watched I watched the first two episodes when they were free, and then, yeah, yeah, and then I watched episode three through ten in one day. So. This is this is a lovely piece oh, of, of of work. This is a lovely love letter. This is a very lovely love. This, this is a very. Lo- this is a love letter. This, this is, is a love letter yeah. to to nostalgia for the Karate Kid, uh, and it, it is, and it, it does a great job of adding to that universe. Yes, it never feels redundant. No, and to me, it feels like it just picks up. It doesn't feel like a cash grab. No. This does not feel like no. a cash grab. And it kind of seems like a labor of love. It seemed like they all enjoyed doing it and, you know, how, the, they, how they had it. So. The attention to detail. Is one thing that we love. And uh, so you've li- if you've listened to the show up until this point, you, you should know kind of it begins with you know, Johnny Lawrence. He's, his life is a wreck. Uh, he's Dan- a deadbeat dad. He's a, he's a deadbeat. De- he's a handyman. He, he lives in an apartment. He drives an '88 Camaro. I mean, Daniel Larusso is on top. He's uh, got uh, owns owns dealerships, multiple car dealerships, multiple car dealerships. Car dealerships. Yeah. Um. He, he's and, married. He's got kids. He's got a beautiful home. And, and pretty much, he's a, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. We, all we, in all, we see some moments in the show, and you know, you made a well, comment. We'll talk about there, that. There's, yeah. there's a moment where he he. But but I, see the thing is I find that very consistent with the character because I agree. if you go back to the original Karate Kid, Daniel was he was a hothead. Daniel started the fight. Uh, all right, don't start this with me again with, with him being a bit. Johnny pushed him. Okay, listen though, Daniel had to put himself in the middle of something when he was trying <laughs> to talk. Yes, uh, was it not cool that he did that? Yes. All right, he Lawrence. Was. <laughs> but and then also too, if you remember. Yeah, he pushed him. That's great. But then Daniel goes and sucker punches him right in the face. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, we'll, we'll have to agree to disagree on this one. Mm. So, what, what what was your favorite thing about this? What what did you have a favorite moment? Did you have a have, I've had favorite moments? I had so many, and and I realized I kind of laughed and I kind of looked and and you know when you have those striking realizations of of certain things like mine, I looked and I went, ah shit, I'm Johnny. <laughs> you know, like, like just the way that he talks and the way that, like, I loved him getting the kids in the school. And, you know, and he's sitting there and he goes, yeah, listen to Lip over here, you know. What are, what are you going to do about right. it? What about you, Spaz? Gonna, Lip, fatty. You know, uh, he's, he's giving all these kids, just like, humiliating. shitty nicknames. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and the thing, he's like, and then the next day, he comes in and he's like, where the hell did they all go? And Miguel looks and he goes, Sensei, you can't talk to people like that. He's like. They're, they're, you're gonna hurt their feelings, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. And I went, 
oh my god i was like yeah they're so goddamn soft that they can't take anything and that they look and you know what i love though i love the transformation from miguel i yes in 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 the end he does become kind of but he won't he'll do anything to win however think of when he first started right he's this meek quiet little kid he you know He's getting his ass kicked. He's doing all that kind of stuff. He doesn't want to fight, doesn't want to do anything like that. He has no confidence in himself. Mm-hmm. By the end of it. I, I don't you know, know that it gets any more satisfying than the scene in the cafeteria when he beats the shit oh out of those guys. Oh, my He freaking destroyed people. Oh. And that turned into the best publicity stunt ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the event that ends up getting Johnny all of his students. I, I want to look up who the cast is because... Whoever that kid was who played the lead bully, uh, you are a master of your craft, yeah. sir, because I truly believe that you were a douchebag. I wanted to punch you in the face. Yeah, no, That's I how agree. good your acting was. That- um, but like I said, there, there, were, there were such great calls. I'm not going to lie to you. Like There were parts I got really, really excited. I, I got a little teary-eyed in some parts. I mean, there, there were parts where, like, when Daniel goes to Mr. Miyagi's grave... Mm-hmm. And yeah. And yeah. he's like, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. He goes, you, you always knew what to do. You always knew the answers. He goes, and mm-hmm. I prayed that when I was your age, that I would know what to do, and I still don't know what to do. And then he has that moment of clarity, and I always, and I love that they go back to the movies and they do that kind of stuff. And it, and he talks about balance, mm-hmm. about having your balance and how you're doing things, and um. You know, uh, recently I, I I've think had the shoe, the, sh- the shoe, the show. T- one of the reasons that it, it moved you so much. This is really a show about fathers and sons. No, it really is. It's it's it so is. much about. You have the Miyagi Daniel relationship. Yep. You've got uh, Crease and, and you've and got the, the Crease and Johnny, but and also Crease and uh, but what, Johnny and his stepdad. Uh, yeah, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, Johnny and his and his stepdad. Uh, it's it's really a show about fathers yeah. and sons and and the influence that they can have. And and here's the thing. Here's to make you feel a little better, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Um, Johnny and Danny really they're, they're they're the same person. They really are. They're the same person. The difference is their their parentage. Yeah. Their 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 parentage. His mom worked hard to have him there to do everything for him and he didn't have any male influence whereas Johnny, his mom did everything for him but she decided to go and find somebody who would be able to financially provide for them and that guy didn't give a shit but, about it. But him. not necessarily be a father. Yeah. And and then you look at the two father figures of Crease and Miyagi. Uh, I really think what the show is trying to say that if if Johnny had met Miyagi, I agree, he would have he he would have become yep. like Daniel, and if Daniel had met Kreese, yep. he could have just as easily yep. become like Johnny. But but you know, and then, like I said, there's those little ties. This it's, is jo- it's it's Joe Sayo, by the way. I just want to call out yeah, jo- yeah. Joe Sayo, the actor who plays Kyler, the bully. His uh, name is one word. You no Joe. Sorry, Joe. Take a breath. Sayo. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> you're like, a master of your craft, I was like, sir. Joe Sayo. I was like. Okay, Ohio. <laughs> but um, no, but you also got to look at, at, I love the similarities. So Johnny has become, he's the maintenance man of an apartment complex. Right. The kid in his apartment complex gets his ass kicked. Right. And Johnny goes there to defend him. So for me, but I love, see, but, but for me, like I said, Miyagi did it out of, oh God, I can't let him get hit. Johnny did it for, hey, you hit my car, you little bastard, you know? And, and then he, he ended up falling into that role. It wasn't like Miyagi kind of led himself into that role. Yeah. Where, yeah. Whereas Johnny, the opportunity was thrusted upon him. 
you know. Right. And and you get the the sense and I hope they're going to continue with this. These children are changing Johnny. Okay. I agree with that. And and I want to talk about this one sure. the one kid. Yeah, yeah. So there's a kid who Hawk. Oh my god. I love Hawk. The I best. love I love Hawk. So he starts off he's this quiet timid little kid and he's a, he's scared. He, he actually has a, a cleft I'm, lip. He has a I'm, cleft I might surgery. be on the spectrum. I don't know what the hell that is, but you need to get off it pronto. <laughs> <laughs> But one of my like, favorite lines. He's he was born with a cleft lip and he has the scar from the surgery, you know. Mm-hmm. And like Johnny looks at me, and goes, "God damn, you're ugly," you know. And he's looking, he goes, "Yeah, I, I had a cleft lip." He goes, "Wait a minute, you mean you were uglier before you were, you know?" And he, like he goes, on. "It's just horrible." And he tells him, he goes, "Listen, he's he's like, if I may interrupt just for one second, yeah. he's like a Michael Scott who who actually is competent in karate. Yeah, and by that I mean he's just completely tone deaf to yeah. like how offensive. Absolutely. He is. And the thing was for me is like he's like, listen. You either get bullied all your life, mm-hmm. or you flip the script and you do something about it. And then the right. next day he comes in. He now when we saw him, he had brown hair. It was like kind of in his eyes, you know. He kind of portrayed by Jacob Bertrand, oh by the way. Oh my god! And he, Eli, he just kind of wants to, you know, be left alone. He's really he, he wants to be hidden. Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden. He comes in and he's got this black and blue giant mohawk, and then you find out he (laughs) went and tattooed this giant hawk across that has a blue mohawk. (laughs) Yeah, with a blue mohawk. (laughs) But but the cool thing was for me is Johnny looked at him and he goes, "You did exactly what I told you to do," and he changed his name because originally his name was Lip. Lip, right? He changed him. He goes, "Hawk, get in line like that," and then it's stuck. Yeah. And then when they're in the tournament, you know, Hawk is like. He's like, hell yeah, I'm gonna handle this business, and yeah. I'll, you know, and it, it, yeah, he went a little it, too far. It, but it made it made me it did make me sad because I I had very mixed feelings watching this because I have a fondness for Hawk as a character, but you got mad at him, and, and then yeah, at the end I was like, okay, now you've gone too far, and that's the thing. But remember, they're kids, so for them now it's Johnny's time to be like, no, 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 and and reel them back. He's got to corral them back in. So you know. I, I just I, I love can, this. Yeah. Like I told you, the, the things that I love about this is that like some points you're like, man, Johnny is a really good guy. Wow, Daniel's kind of a douchebag. And then all of a sudden you're like, when did when did you feel that Danny was uh, Daniel was a douchebag? Tell, so me, tell me about that. Because there definitely are moments. Because I, like he and Johnny have this conversation, and he's like looking at him. He goes, listen. He goes, you tortured me as a kid, you know. And he just goes on, you know. And he's like, I. He basically. He's like, I worked hard. I did everything that I needed to do. This is why my life is better, you know, is good. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, okay, guy, I get it. Mm-hmm. I know you're mad. I was like, but holy crap, dude, you kind of need to chill out. And the other thing you realize, too, with Daniel, he looks like he's all together. But then his kids want nothing to do with him, you know. Well, I, I don't know that the, um, maybe his his younger son. His, his son. Younger, his, his younger son. His daughter comes around by the end of the season. His son is useless. Yeah. I, I could not stand that. He grabs this PlayStation Vita from him. What did he do? He ordered another one. Alexa, order me a new PlayStation Vita. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like... He's, he's I'm like raising you, a little brat. I'm like, you little bat. And that's the thing, because of the money. and, it, and Ruined him. Root of all evil. Ruined. Ruined. But, well, and then, you know, Daniel had, had enough money, has a beautiful home. He had his own dojo. And he kind of let it go to the wayside. And what did he do with it? Well, like turn it into a closet, turn it into a storage room. You know, we've all. I feel like that's something we it's can all kind of relate to. Yes. Yeah, you know, we've like where you've had a hobby, you kind of fallen away to yep. from it, and that sort of becomes the the closet for all your you know. And then all of things. a sudden, 
Daniel realizes, and he goes, like I said, he goes, he goes to Miyagi's grave, and they go, they do this beautiful callback to the, um, to the movie, where he's talking about balance. Everything yeah. is about balance. Actually, I believe it was when they were on the boat. Remember, because yeah. he was talking about mm-hmm. talking yeah. about that. Yeah, and he's like, not about just about karate. It's about life, having that kind of balance. And he reopens the dojo, and he gets back into it, and he realizes how much how much he missed it. And now here's the deal: there are. Th- Three stories being told in this thing. So you definitely have, you have the Daniel and Johnny, right? You have Daniel and Johnny's son, right? So you find out, by the way, Johnny is a deadbeat dad, and his son he wants Robbie, know, Robbie, yeah, Robbie. So Robbie was like, "I'm gonna get back at my dad, and I, I know exactly how I'm gonna get back at him." He's He's hated this guy since he was a kid. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go work for Larusso. Right, right, right. So he starts working for Larusso, and they actually get along. Yeah, and he never and, and, tells. And, and Danny and, and Daniel provides sort of the father figure that Robbie that Robbie's been missing. And the cool thing for me is like, well, I don't want to say cool thing, but he never tells him that. Actually, is kind of a dick move. He never tells him that he's Johnny's son. Right. And he, he, he wait. He he goes through. It's interesting. He he wants his, to tell he, him. He goes through a change because he starts out wanting one thing, but then as he gets to know Daniel, yeah. and he begins to kind of live that life of, yeah. of balance, he loses some of that anger. And I think another great thing. I think a, a central theme in all of the Karate Kid movies has been that anger truly poisons. Oh, absolutely, and, and corrupts. Think of and and. Out of all the movies, Karate Kid 2 is my all-time favorite. That is, really? that is my favorite Karate okay. Kid. Right. I love it. Think about it. At the end fight, when the, his nephew... Uh, Sato. When Sato's nephew comes into the, the bone dance. Right. Bone dance. <laughs> but he's basically fighting out of anger. And right. And he's telling Daniel... No, he's like, listen... This is a real fight. He's like, this, there, there's no, no points this, in this one. This no tournament. You know? This for real. And uh, you sound more like Sato. I do. I do sound a little yeah. more like Sato. Well, in my version, Sato tells him that. Anyway, so, but Miyagi, he fights. <laughs> I love that. Miyagi, <laughs> you come out now, coward. You know what I love with that too, by the way. All of a sudden, he's standing there, and then all of a sudden, Sato, <sighs> like that, like he's getting his breath ready. He's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's, what is he gonna do? An energy ball? Chill out. <laughs> I was like, well, just an old man breathing. Punch him in the diaphragm. <laughs> but anyway, um. But but anyway, so they fight out of anger. But Daniel actually has to kind kind of calm down and relax. It's kind of like the crane kick too. He kind of yeah. has to calm down and relax. By the way, I loved. He's like he stole your move, right? Yeah, yeah. That Johnny has uh, Miguel do the crane Miguel, kick as his opening it, move, and it worked. And it worked. Yeah. And then of course Hawk does a flying elbow, gorgeous flying elbow. But um, but anyway, so Robbie, he wants to tell Daniel. You know, hey, my dad is Johnny. You know, and 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 he he just ultimately it's doesn't. a it's a risk. It's a risk because right. if he he risks losing this new father figure that right. he has, because so what happens? He knows is, he's he's screwed up. Daniel's looking for somebody to spar, and he's like talking around the office. You know, and he's like, hey, you, you want to come to the house? You want to spar a little bit? You know, and you know, whatever. And Robbie ends up at the house. His mm-hmm. cousin Johnny's or Daniel's cousin. Works. Yeah, what, at, what do you think of that cousin? By I the hate way, that Louis. I hate Louis. I hate him so much. I think he's kind of there for us to hate. He is. In <laughs> in all honesty, I think it's how Daniel could have turned out because if he stayed in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, could could be. Because remember, mom moved to California could because be. it's better for him. So, but Louis sends Robbie on his way up there, and there's Daniel doing his kata, and he's like, 
well, what's this? You know, he's like, oh, well, do you want to stick around? You want to learn some things? And he ends up getting his own pupil. And Robbie ends up becoming, uh, Lawrence ends up He gets becoming, his own eye? Nah. But <laughs> you're, you're cute. So, but, but a Lawrence is now becoming a student of Miyagi-Do. Yeah. So yeah, for yeah. me, I, you know, there's that, that third story. And then the third story, which I think is an absolute waste, is his daughter with, you know, Miguel or with, you know, all that. I, fi- I find. Really? I, all right. So do you, do you not like anything about this show? Uh no okay. no really I mean I I I I enjoyed pretty much the whole thing I mean I I give it yeah I I would give it uh, I don't know five out of five Miyagi trees I mean right, so I, I loved it here's the thing I loved it however however the whole stories with his daughter and now she's trying to find her friends and all this kind of stuff and then in the end she's magically going back into martial arts kind of thing I find it a waste. Really? I found it a waste for me. I was like, okay, that's cute. I'm good with it. I, I know what you're going to do. You're going to end up in the tournament next year, and you're going to fight Miguel. I, I, th- I think that's that, exactly that, what's that, going to happen. That could be what happens. Um, I think it's cool that – so he's going to have two – you mentioned at the end of that season yeah. that uh, it's, it's made apparent that Daniel's going to start his own school. And so Robbie's going to be one of his students, and so I think his daughter is going to be his other student. Well, the other thing, too, is – they also need a female for that team, and so you, that way the you had a you female, had a question. The, well, female for Cobra Kai. Yeah, I think those two might. But you know, let me point another thing that's really great about the show, and I think you've pointed it out several times, is that there's times you watch it, you say Johnny's a good guy, yep. Johnny's a bad guy, Daniel's a good guy, Daniel's kind of a jerk. They created complex characters. They did. They they're, really did. They're not. They're not two dimensional. They're not cardboard cutouts. No. And that's 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 really great. That's this what makes me really excited. Great, great storytelling. I, I I was so upset that I finished season one. I was like, oh god damn it! You you presented me with an interesting question though mm. uh, before before we started the show. Remember, mm-hmm. you were talking about. Go ahead with you, it. You, well, you want to know what role does is Hillary Swank going to be brought in? Right, to this and that's role? and that's the thing. If you remember, they did that one-off movie, and it was the next Karate Kid, mm-hmm. and it was Hillary Swank. She was kind of a bad kid, you know, and. A kind of kind of a chick I bet Johnny would find hot. And, Probably. Um, <clears throat> but the thing is, is so there are ultimately two students of Miyagi-Do in the United States. And I, I was kind of curious, did Daniel know anything about her? Did, you know, um, did they ever talk about that? Did him and Miyagi just stay out of touch and just don't talk anymore? What, what was it, you know? I, I think at this point, pretty much anything is fair game. No, I agree. Uh, honestly, and so... Yeah, I hope Elizabeth Shue makes some kind of an appearance because all they did was talk about her through Facebook. I, I'm by sure the way. See, but this just kind of relates back to my Amazing Spider-Man one yeah. critique. Yeah. To so to do the equivalent of that with this would have been yeah. to have Elizabeth Shue in the first episode and have her and Johnny get back together, right? Uh, yeah, th- I agree. There, this is build up pacing, but you it's know all what about I love? pacing. You still you want to know one of my favorite quotes from that movie though? What's a Facebook? <laughs> yeah, Johnny is pop pop. He really is. But he's, like, <laughs> he's got a flip phone. He Johnny. doesn't. He doesn't have any any. What the hell is Facebook? Yeah, you know, that's yeah, great. I, you know, and well, the cool thing is, like we talked about, the kids, you know, are changing Johnny. And the thing that I love is that um, Johnny starts drying himself out. He's not drinking as much. Cleans he's, up his apartment. He's trying to eat better. He's drinking a whole gallon of orange juice. He has, you he know. has dinner with Miguel and his family. Yeah. 
And they, you know, they kind of invite him over. He actually has breakfast with uh, Daniel too, which yeah. I love. By the way, they're they're ready to fight. Oh, out I, out I, of I the love porch. that. I love that. And then that. it's Daniel's wife comes out and she goes, "Listen, she's like." If you two boys want to have any kind of a conversation, because not that I wouldn't like to see you fight your your childhood nemesis, but right. if you guys want to sit down and have a fight, I'm making breakfast. I love that. And he looks I and he's that. like, "You want some breakfast?" And Johnny looks at him and he goes, "I could eat. I could eat." <laughs> and, and by the and way, and it's great because it points out just the absurdity of the whole thing. It's like she's the only grown up in the room. Right, she's right. like, "Look, you're not having a karate battle in, in my front in my, yard. I'm you're sorry. not having blood on my patio." No, no. no. But by the way, I absolutely there's this little conversation that Daniel's kid has with Johnny and he says to me he goes you're lucky my dad didn't kick your ass right like right, goes, right 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 you're lucky I didn't kill your father you know yeah yeah and exactly he's like, you're a, he's like what a douche he goes fatty and he's like as he's walking away <laughs> it, 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 it's great it's great where do you want to so you know before we round up yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, with this where do you want to see this end so where do you want to ultimately what's the or do you not want to think about that I, I kind of would like to see I know what's going to happen for next season. You're going to have the two schools fighting off against one another. That's what you think is going to happen. I think it's going to be. A, but ultimately, I would like to see them maybe being like sister schools. Mm-hmm. So like in, in the martial arts community, um, like my, my school that I participate in, mm-hmm. we have sister schools. Okay. So we have schools that we work with, we do things with, we do that kind of stuff. And, you know, we have our own thing. They have our own thing. But we, we all kind of work together kind of as a community. Um Instead of having, you know, there are sworn enemy and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I kind of yeah. want that. I, where I also want to see maybe Daniel's kid look and he goes, I want to do Cobra Kai. And I want maybe Daniel's kid to be a Cobra. And maybe his daughter is teaching at Miyagi-Do. Or, huh. you know, I mean, having that intertwine, that intermingling. I, I kind of feel like you got to go there. You do, I feel right? like you kind of, if you just if you just stay with, okay, these are two opposing forces, it's just sort of more yeah. of the same. Yeah. Um, so, Kreese's... Uh, we didn't talk about so John. I was going to say, is it John Kreese? John Kreese. We didn't talk about John Kreese. His introduction, that's definitely going to be a see, fly in the ointment. I told you I met him. You Tell me again. So Nice guy? Uh, he was, yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, I mean, ultimately, yes. Nice-ish. But, but he was, you know, obviously the guy wasn't making a lot of money, so everything was like, you know, it's... You cost money to do things, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, it's really nice to meet you. What, what, what things did well, you? Well, like photographs, autographs. Oh, know. oh, those things. Easy. Okay. Well, right. I, he probably could have, like I said, <laughs> probably for a six pack of beer, he might have done something. The stuff. Justice Nerds podcast is in no way <laughs> trying to insinuate at all that the actor who plays John Kreese has does anything inappropriate for money. Okay, please. So, but anyway, really, he's a big dude, by the way. Like he's oh, yeah. he's taller than me, and you know. He was, he, like I said, he was a very nice gentleman, and and um, but everything that I've seen him in, everything, he's been a bad guy, every pretty, single pr- pretty, thing, pretty much, yeah. So, but anyway, um, I ultimately want to see when you know because Chris shows up, Martin and, Cove, by the way, very yeah. very talented actor, Mister Martin. So Chris shows up, and do you remember what he says? This is where the story begins. You know, because he's, you know, you know, it kind of reminds me of. And this is going to be a really dumb reference, and I know you're going to look at it, and you're going to be like, oh, kind of. So, do you remember the end of the Water Boy? Uh, Bobby, vaguely, it's me, yo, daddy, uh, Roboito. Like, oh yeah. Like now yeah. that Johnny's actually done something good for himself, in comes the snake. Right, right, and he's right, like, right. No, 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 kid. He's like, you owe me money. I'm, I'm going to show you how it's done. And I, I really. Why would he owe him money? 
basically it's his name. It's his organization. And I think that he's going to be like, no, 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 that's not how this works. But ultimately, I, I would love to see. That's a good point. You know, Chris, I hadn't thought about that because I was like, well, what the hell? You know, how, what's to stop Johnny from just throwing right. him out on his ear? But that's interesting. You think maybe like legally he's going to try to t- he's going to say like the, the Cobra Kai school. This is my school. Yeah. It's in my name. You can't do it. With I, it. I would I, I want to huh. say that. But the ultimately, I think this is going to be the test between Johnny looking and go. Do I f- go back to where I felt comfortable or mm-hmm. do I look at him and realize that he's the wrong kind of person and he needs to leave? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I hope that for next season. I really do. Okay. I'm hoping also that we get a, a Johnny and Kreese fight. I think it would be incredibly cathartic I for see him that. to uh, I still, by the way, I want to see the uh, Rocky Apollo fight. Do you remember they talked about it? Oh, 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 oh! You want to see uh, Daniel and just why not uh, and and Johnny spar? Just spar. That that's it. And they were going to, and then Robbie fucked it up. Damn you, Robbie! But anyway, I digress. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about. I, I understand I, you watched I, another movie. I, huh? I did. I uh, so I watched A Quiet Place. Yeah. So that's by John Krasinski. He wrote that. Jim for, for the Office. No, he he didn't write it, but he he did he direct it, it and so, starred in it. Actually, but what's kind of nice is he actually. Um, did a lot. He helped with with the like editing and writing and stuff like that because I, I think he did. Yeah. During during the interviews, I I'd seen some of his interviews. Oh, okay. And Emily Blunt was actually filming Mary Poppins at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like all happy and poppy, and he's literally said he goes, "I'd keep myself in a dark room." I'm like scary, scary <laughs> things, you know. And uh, so, what did you think of it? Um, this is one of the best horror movies that I've seen in did a long time. Did it scare you? It 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 raises the tension. It. Uh, and also, as a father, especially you did not let your is, child see this. this. Is, I, I completely let my child see this. Oh, that's amazing! We were watching it together with popcorn and, and open bottle of vodka. Perfect. Um, no, th- this is one of the best horror movies that I've seen in a long time. Um, you know, really, really great horror, really great science fiction has something to say, and I think especially um, being a being a parent. Th- yeah. This is this is a. It it's a it tells a small story, so it's just about it's really it's it's a world-ending event, but it's really just from the perspective of one family, and it's it's about you know it captures really a lot of the fear of as a as a parent the fear you feel of just is my child going to be okay you mm-hmm. know when when you have a child you you get a whole new level of fear because you you're at least for your own safety you feel like you have some control over that. Uh, when you have a child, it's a whole new level of fear, and this <laughs> movie captures that brilliantly. All I think of is the Family Guy episode with Brian. He's like, "Would you have a kid? Oh yeah, you don't understand. No, 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 no. You don't understand. You don't. You don't. I don't even want to think about hey, it. I don't even want to think hey, about Brian, it. Hey Brian, what if he was on that airplane? Oh, I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, yeah so. it's but it's true. It's a um, no, th- so this this movie was directed by uh, John Krasinski. Uh, now, mind you, Jim actually, from the office, but he's broken off too because he did Thirteen Hours, which was about the Benghazi thing, and that was an amazing movie. You, you know, Chris, I've heard it said before that it's much easier for a comedic actor to make the transition to, to drama, drama than, yes. than it is. Uh, did you to say go the other way? Drama? I said dramama. I did. <laughs> it's easier to make the transition drama. from comedy to dramama to, than, oh. than it is. Wow. <laughs> Uh, than it is to go to go the other way. And uh, Krasinski, I mean, he did a great job d- directing this. I, I loved, I loved this. I mean, the, the uh, just the, the 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 use of sound, yeah, in this is is, is perfect. 
Uh, this was written by Scott Beck and Brian Woods also, and he stars opposite his wife, Emily Blunt. And they are, you know, you know that, of course, that they're married in real life. Right. But yeah. they're, they're two incredibly talented actors, and it never takes you out of the movie. Right. And you, I mean, you, you, this is not this is not one of those horror movies where you you just meet people that you know that they're basically going to be fodder to be for for the aliens later. Mm-hmm. This one some of the great horror movies are the ones where you care about they never let a fucking dog in this library. God damn it. Oh, Jesus. Um or the horror movies where This is a horror movie that it, one of the reasons it scares you is you you really truly care about these characters, oh. and so they're 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 put in in jeopardy, and so that that's that's where some of the scares come from. Mm. Uh, it's it's a great science fiction story. It's a great horror movie. It great use of uh, just the what it feels like to be a parent and and to to feel but you don't afraid. Understand. You which, which you, which you, yeah, which you don't, you don't understand, you don't understand. I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Uh, it's so I, I, I completely recommend it. It's uh, it, it, out on uh, Redbox this, now. Didn't this just win? Did it, it? It won a bunch of awards, I think, or something I, like that. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it has a very high rating on Rotten. Maybe, maybe Tomatoes. not. Yeah, I can. Do you think it's I, going I to look it up? Then. Um, unfortunately, horror doesn't genre do well. doesn't do well at the Academy yeah. Awards, which I think is a shame because I think there are. Uh, there's just fantastic performances in this, uh, and and think about this, Chris. How often in horror movies is sound something that gets used? So much jump of the, scares. So so many jump scares. This this doesn't do that. And and in addition, so much of the movie, it literally no one talks. It's it's signing. It's, oh really? It's all sign- well, because the the pr- I'll give you the loose premise. Yeah. Is Earth has it has been basically decimated. By these creatures hmm. that are incredibly lethal, very fast, uh, highly armored, so they're very difficult to kill, and they they only use echolocation, so they 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 hear they they hear you, right? And if they hear you, they they come and kill you. So the human race has had to adapt by becoming completely they quiet. Talk. They can't they can't talk. They have to, and it's interesting how they've created this world. Like there are, uh, they use sand, so everyone walks around barefoot, and they've put. Sand trails, oh really? Kind of where where they need to go, so as not to wow create sound, and it's it's interesting. I mean, you, so is there a lot of, of subtitles then? Uh, for the for the parts where they sign, yeah. yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do not have to learn American Sign Language to watch this movie. It's good, it's good, it's good. Uh, I need to yeah. know that. Um, but I I recommend it. It's one of the best movies that I that I've seen in a long time. One of the best horror movies that I've seen. Um, definitely going to be adding it to my uh, collection. So, oh, nice, love it. Um, we got a little, little nidbits, little what am I? Tidbits, tidbits, nuggets, if you will. I think I com- combine tidbits and, and nuggets. In I like there. it. I like it. Um, oh, wait a minute. Can we? This isn't on the agenda, but I wanted to talk about this. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for the new Titans? Fuck Batman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did. <sighs> I'm excited to see this. All right, I got a problem with this. Of course you do. Yeah, I. It just it feels like edgy for the sake of edginess. I agree. Um, and did you notice too that Raven's the only teen? Uh, yeah. I mean, is she's the only teen? Is she, is she the only teen? Yeah, she's the only teen. Are they, but here's the thing, though. That's why it's called. They're, they're Titans, right? 
I, I think, by the way, at the end of the first season, he's obviously going to change Nightwing. He's, he's not going to be Robin did, anymore. Did, did we need, I mean, but did we need fuck Batman? I think so. I mean, did Person, we need, the, personally, what, yeah. All right, make, I your, do. make your case, sir. No, why no, do we, why do we need it? that? <clears throat> so Dick is fighting for years that he doesn't want to turn into Bruce. He, and, and Bruce treats him like a kid. He's always done that. And so finally, he's had enough. He doesn't want to deal with it. Think about, think about Batman. Think about how obsessed he is. Think about how much he drills into them and, and the military mentality. And he's like, you're going to do it my way or no way at all. He'll leave him at the, you know, the drop of a hat. And he's like, screw it. I'm leaving. And he's like, wait, 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 you can't leave me. He goes, no, I am. And he just, it's my rules. It's my show. That's how things are done. So finally, Dick is tired and done with it. So finally they're like, you know, he's like, well, if one more person mentions, mentions Batman, Batman, I swear to God, I'm going to lose you my shit. You know what shit. I mean? So finally, you know, and they're like, <laughs> where's the bat? And he's like, fuck Batman. Watch me, bitch. And he just beats the shit out of these guys. It just, and okay. Well, I think I respect your opinion. Um, I guess just the conceptualization in my mind, which again, I might be an idiot. So of course yeah. that's, that's always, it's always that. <laughs> don't agree with me so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I might be an idiot. Just the the Robin that I see is just not that rough around the edges. He's just not that dark, and it, it just the whole the whole thing just seemed all of the characters seemed it's so edgy. It just seemed yeah, very Snydery. Like okay, I can see that, but you got to look at it too. Like with Robin, why did he it, look at it in the comic books? Why did he become Nightwing? Well, yeah, he became Nightwing because he wanted to grow out of. Batman Shadow. He wanted to do his own thing, establish his own identity. But he also didn't want to become like him, you know? I mean, that's a really big thing. Yeah. And ultimately, yeah. which I think is hilarious, he ends up becoming pretty much, you know, close. And, and granted, this is a trailer. This, oh, yeah. th this is a trailer, yeah. so uh, I, I, I could watch it and maybe love it. it I will it, say the one thing I did have a problem with is Robin Merck's like seven guys with the gun. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, thank you for reminding me about that, yeah. Uh, I'm it gonna... reminds me of the Batman dream. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, man, I, I gotta give it thumbs down. I, I gotta give it a thumbs I, 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 I it don't, thumbs I give it the complete opposite, I'm sure, still gonna give sure, it a sure. thumbs up, I'm, I'm gonna buy the channel, I'm, I'm excited to watch it, mm -hmm. um, I want to see that I want it to do well. I really do because I think I think it has the potential to do really really well. And and, and no, make no mistake. I I want it to do well too. I, I, I want it to do very well. I'm I'm just gonna put it on. But here. you also got to say though, honestly, the costumes look gorgeous. Um yeah, I mean the the costumes look fine. I mean that's that's not but the no problem. no no. I agree. Uh, but the, the, the fight the sequence look great. The, I mean the the I. Th but but here's the thing though. Um, Got it. Got it playing just in the background. You gotta, you gotta look at like, you know the. Um, you you gotta look. I'm, at, I'm looking at this. The guy who plays Dick Grayson, he looks youngish. He look. He looks. Yeah, like but he's he not could, a teen. He looked like he could be fifteen, eight, eighteen. He's actually a cop. He actually works for a police department. Is he a cop. That's why she comes to him in an interview room. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm watching this. Uh, so Raven comes to. It looks like she's coming to him for help. Uh, I mean, definitely the look of it is is great. I mean, the costumes great, but yeah, he straight up sh shoots shoots a he dude. Shoots like twelve guys. I think he like slices a dude's neck. It, it, it's kind of becoming Jason. He's not really Dick, huh? Or or, or like or like Damien even. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, that, that is pretty good. So, uh, do you have an opinion about this? Uh, I'm, of course, I'm talking to you, dear listener out there in podcast land. Uh, if you do, I'd like to hear from you. So, give us a comment on our Facebook page. Send us a message on our SoundCloud. Uh, you know, SoundCloud has that thing where you can actually insert a comment you right... You do like, the messengers right at, on the show. At, at a certain point yeah. of the show, so... And I will, you know, we will answer back. We will, you know... See, you know, look at it and see what you have to say. Yeah, what, what do you all think of this? Do you, are you in Are you in Camp Chris or are you in uh, Camp uh, Jay? Or are you going to sit there in between on the fence line and be like, well, I like you both. That's right. Don't do that. So, <laughs> um, right, okay, so yeah, uh, so that was, that was Titans. Uh, uh, other uh, other kind of tidbits and nuggets. We got some releases let's from Aquaman. Talk, and, yeah, let's and talk about the images because I've got some cool stuff to show you. Sure, sure. So... So first of all, Aquaman. We got a, yeah. we got a, a poster. We got a, we got to kind of look at our first poster. Aquamomoa. Aquamomoa. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like like a hair product? It does, doesn't it? Or a coffee? Like, I, don't you feel like you could walk into a Starbucks and order an Aquamomoa? Yeah, uh, light foam. Yeah. Light foam. You gotta have light foam with yeah. an Aquamomoa. Uh, a blonde, um, a blonde uh, Aquamomoa. Yeah. Please. So, um, yeah. All right. So the first image that I actually saw, I saw images before the poster. Sure. And sure. the first image that I saw was a statue that was being revealed. Um, they, they've got a couple statues out for the movie. And the first one that we actually got to see was... Oh, yeah. We've seen a, a lot Black of Bla- Manta. Black Manta stuff. Yeah. And the suit yeah. looks yeah. amazing. In the back, he's got like cool little jets and stuff like that. This I just noticed. Are you... De- e- definitely comic accurate. Well, are you excited? Uh, for uh, am I excited about the image you're going to show me? Sure, yeah, I'm excited. But whoa, are, so by are, no the, joke, are you serious? This is what's being released. Are you serious? I don't know if it's going to be in the movie, but ah uh, man. So, so what I'm looking at here is we got Aqua Momoa, and he's wearing more of like the traditional yeah uh, Aquaman with the, the, the orange armor, the orange scales. So and yeah. he's even got you know the green boots and like it's black but kind of green. I, th- I think that's exactly what it is, um, but anyway. So I've lost track of who's who's directing. Th- James Wan is still directing this. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right, sweet. So uh, we also he's got, pretty good. There was a uh, poster revealed. Uh, I think it was actually it was a cover art um, f- for Den of Geek. Okay. Okay. So I, I want to do these in sections so you can see them. Sure. So we get Mo and Mira. We gotta put these up on our right. uh, our Facebook page. Looks good. There is Dolph Lundgren, so he's playing. I forgot that he was in this. Yeah, he's playing another king. It's not of Atlantis. It's one of the other tribes. Good for him getting work. Um, does that guy look familiar? Oh yeah, we got Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is Mr. playing uh, his advisor, Mr. Green Goblin himself. Okay, and then of course they've got the Manta armor, so I, I, it's confirmed. You know? I like that. I mean, it's definitely very comic accurate. And Can the, we talk about something for a minute? Hold on. Okay, sorry. I, 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 don't, sorry, you're, don't you're cut on me a, off. I'm, you're on a I'm, so, I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So we finally or- get our picture of Orm. Ocean Master. Yeah. yeah. What, what's that cover from? What's this it? is So this was released at San Diego Comic-Con. It's for Den of Geek. Um, so they, they actually did the, the whole nice poster. Isn't that cool? You think you could share that on our Facebook yeah, page? Yeah, yeah. So people I'll, I'll can put see it up that? there. I, okay, actually, great. I already have, I think. Oh, okay. So, so this, this is what I want to talk about. It's kind of a weird sort of thing. I, I don't like Amber Heard. Coming in now. Yeah, I don't like Amber Heard. And I don't know why. Which one's that? She's the one who's playing Mira. 
Yeah, but you haven't even given her a chance. No, I'm I'm not saying I don't like her as Mira. I'm saying I don't like her like period as a person. Yeah, and you know, do you ever have that happen? Like where there's like oh, an yeah. actor that you just you don't like. You have no reason not to like them, but you just don't like them. Michael Sarah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to punch him right in the face. That's, that's exa- good example. He looks like a gecko. Uh, so it's kind of weird. Like I don't know why. And this is kind of I'm just acknowledging. I guess this is a prejudice that I have. Is it because she's a redhead? No, it's not because she's a redhead. It's like I. I, I will be completely honest, and I'm and I'm going to preface this by saying I know I'm completely wrong I gotta in my this. thinking. I got to hear this. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. I'm gonna, I'm going to when I think of Amber Heard. Yeah, I think of her taking all of Johnny Depp's money. Oh, that, yeah, and and I know. Wow, yeah, that, you're, like, yeah, yeah I'm, yeah. but I'm wrong. But but I'm but like he was horrible and like was domestic. He like was physically abusive yeah. to her. Yeah. So like. He, of course, of, of course that, you know, that she's the victim. She's here. the victim here. And I feel horrible. I'm being completely, I but feel, you like Johnny Depp more. I, I don't know. You that's took the Johnny thing. Depp's side. I don't know. That's horrible. You took Johnny Depp's side. I, I just want to say this. Look, I feel horrible that I actually like have these, these like feelings and wow. it's like terrible. Yeah. Like, and I have to like do a little bit of a self-correction. Now, see, I think in where I have one up on you <laughs> is like when I realize that I don't like Amber Heard, I go, well, wait a minute. Hang on. Why, why are you, why are you saying that you don't no, like no, her? No. And then I'm like, wait a minute. That's not her fault. That's actually Johnny Depp's fault. So if you should not be liking anyone, you should, should not be, like Johnny, Johnny it, Depp. It should be Johnny Depp. Do you ever do that self-correction with oh, Michael Sarah? Michael Sarah, though? No, absolutely not. No, you you continue with your... Yeah, I want to punch that kid in the yeah, face. Yeah, you want to punch him in the face. I've, honestly... Any any other actors that you don't like, but you don't really have a good reason to, to not like? Like, for example, my mother doesn't like Sylvester Stallone. That's sad. It is sad. I love Sly. And I ask her, Mom, why do you not like Sylvester Stallone? Doesn't have a good reason. Can't give me a good reason. If she says it's because of the way he talks, that's not his fault. That's Half what, his face is paralyzed. That's what I said. That's yeah. what I told her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for pulling us into this digression, but we're talking about no, Aquaman. I, I agree. And, and Amber Heard's going to be in it. And Amber Heard, if you're listening, I apologize. I I, I really, I, I feel terrible. It's okay, Amber. I like you. And I'm, Amber, I'm sure you're a very So nice when we person. do the interview, I'll just mute his microphone. No, I, I don't know. This is just one of those bizarre things. So anyway, I, All just, right. I had to... So let's talk about the other images that were released. Okay, sure. Um... My favorite superhero! We got Shazam! Well, Shazam! It's Captain Marvel, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what? And, and I think as long as, um, unfortunately... You know why they, they did, I they, mean, they they did, did it because of Marvel. Had, they had to. They did it because of Marvel Comics. Yeah. Yeah. They had to. So, and I get it. Um, we actually got a couple more... Um, we get this great shot of him like walking out of a quickie mart. Yeah, with, I love uh, it. Like, he's, he's being a kid, he's you just, know? He's just kind of, you know, doing what... You he's know, like, what look kids, what I can do. Look what kids do, and he's just. And I, what do you think of the suit? Oh. I, lo- I love the people are bitching about it, but I don't. I don't do get it. You know it. what I love more than anything? So Zachary Levi, okay, the guy who's playing Captain Marvel, right? He has gone on and said, you know, I think the suit's pretty badass. I think you guys need to shut your mouths, and like he's defending it, and I was so proud of him. I'm like, you know what? Screw them. He goes, people just like to bitch for the sake of bitching. And he but, goes, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to stand for that. Well, comic book nerds are, are pretty persnickety. Yeah. I so, mean, they'll send a death threat to a dude if they don't like the way the story goes. Right, exactly. Oh, by the way, did you know we got a new character for Shazam? Uh, no, no. Who, who's, our, who's our new character? We actually got casting for The Wizard. Shazam. Ooh, who, who's that going to be? They are using, uh, oh God, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, uh, Digimon Hanso. Uh, Hanso, he was in Gladiator, he was Korath in Guardians of the Galaxy, 
Um, here, I'm going to show you a picture, and you'll know exactly who he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know that yeah. guy. The, he was, he was like, you know... Uh, yeah, he has a very difficult, notoriously hard-to-pronounce name. So, what's kind of cool is, you know, always that we've seen is... Uh, you know, the wizard is being like Merlin, this old He's white, white guy. dude. So this one, they, they're, they're making him a black guy. And I, I looked at it and I was like, okay, I'm cool with it. Yeah, you know? Diversity. Um, by the way, did you see the cover of Entertainment Weekly with Shazam on it? I did not. Look at that. Oh, I, lo- I love that. And it gives you I a little bit that. more detail. Like, yeah, look at his belt. Yeah, look at, yeah. you know, um, he actually has the lightning bolt on the belt. I mean, there's a bunch of more stuff. Well, and, and the whole premise of Shazam, right? He's a magical character, right? The, the, all right. So this, this kid is imbued with with superpowers, but essentially... He's still a kid. He's still a kid, and it's his imagination that creates the suit. So the way that um, I have always portrayed it, and the way that I've always told it, Mm -hmm. picture Superman and Big having a baby. Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because... Here and, and the thing I'm excited for is like him like flying and be like, no way! Like I want him to talk like a kid. Yeah, I actually still kind of want him in the Justice League. You know, Justice League War did it the best. Like here comes Shazam and he's like, hi, uh, you know, and he starts <laughs> talking and he like sees Wonder Woman. And he goes, wow, you're pretty. Do you have a boyfriend? You know, he's <laughs> asking these kids. You know, he's asking these questions like an eight year old kid. You know, is and is. Dwayne Johnson, do we know that he is he okay, going to be Black so Adam? Is he, this confirmed? He's no? confirmed. It is he's going to be Black Adam, but Black Adam is not going to be in this movie yet. Oh, okay. So right. Doctor Savannah is actually going to be the um, the main villain. Doctor Savannah is actually his arch nemesis, and he's being played the little bald guy, right? But he's being played by the awesomely villainous Mark Strong. <gasps> Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's Mark, Are you serious? It's Mark Strong. Oh, so right there, I was like, "Yep, I'm done. I'm I'm done. I'm absolutely done." I will, yes, I will tell you that you know I've had my doubts yeah. about the the uh, DC, DC Cinematic Universe. Yep. I think that this might be their first hit. Do you think this is like going to be the Guardians? Like it's I think, lighter. I think this is going to be like the Guardians. I think I I think almost the movie is going to have kind of a Disney vibe. I'm good to with it. it. I'm fine with that. I think it'd be great if they try to strike a tone. Kind of similar to like the Incredibles. Yes. Get away from doing all the of trying angry to, trying darkness to, to and... copy uh, Christopher Nolan's yeah. trilogy. You know to they were honest, what they were. Yeah, they were what they, they were what they were, and that works perfect for Batman. But let's let's have some fun. By the way, I, I did notice something, and I still think it's kind of funny. Um, I. I I was talking with somebody, and uh, uh, I was talking to uh, the amazing Jeremy. And Jeremy says to me, uh, he's like, you know, he goes, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, he goes, you know, everything was about being as real as possible and about being, you know, as uh, authentic of, you know, if I had enough money that I could do this and become Batman, Mm -hmm. right? However, their best decision for a voice was to have Christian Bale gargle a I bunch know, of I sand. Know, I know. I, however, however, what did they do with the Ben Affleck Batman? Yeah, the the they do the butterfly. The the voice uh, synthesizer. The butterfly. And you look at that. So that that's called. That's what that's what it's called. It's oh. called the butterfly because oh, okay. it looks like a butterfly. He says, "Oh, great, you've broken another butterfly." Oh, okay. Anyway, um, but they go and do that, and I look at it, and I'm like, "Oh, god damn!" I was like, "I bet you Christian Bale was looking at it too, like." I had laryngitis for like twelve. <laughs> I, I had it for like fourteen months. You mean I had to, I had to, I had to lose my voice because it, because you couldn't think of that as this brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, 
All right. Uh, on to Toy Talk? Let's do some Toy Box. All right, let's do some Toy Box, man. Where does it get those wonderful toys? Let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? What do you got? What do you got? What do you uh, got? All right, I, I brought some stuff to share, but b- before I do show and tell, um, I, I got two items that I got to share with you that I think you're going to be very excited about, oh, Chris. I need to see these. I, I know what you're talking about, and I need to we, see these. So we got, uh, right now, as as we record this, we've got San Diego Comic-Con going, going on, on right now. right now. So we've got the uh, the all of the different toy merchants yes. uh, hawking their wares, yes. as it were. And I have seen, already appearing on Big Bad Toy Store, uh, that we're gonna get. Let me see. Let me see. A gray ghost. No. Figure. Like a like from done, this series. Done. Done in the style of the Batman animated series figure. Yes, we're oh. we're getting we're getting several new figures. You know how to, partial uh, I, I am. I know. I know. Oh. I know. And I know you don't. You haven't been a big collector. I, of it's of not, these figures. Now, now here's the thing. It's not that I don't want to. I just don't have the money. No, 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 dude. I'm not. I'm not hating on you. I'm because just... the thing is, but the Grey Ghost figure. That's one that I'm gonna buy. Obviously. And who is that voiced by? Oh, the uh, of course the 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 late great um, Adam, Adam West. West. Adam Weed. Oh man, there it is. And what's, in he, all what's its, he come with? In all its glory. Uh, well, uh, looking oh, he's coming with the little race cars. So, he's so coming look, with different hands. It, it looks like he comes with everything from the original episode, oh, Beware the so Grey Ghost. Cool. So we're, it looks like we're getting six pairs of hands. We're getting the, I don't know if that was a re, gas a, gun. It's a or gas gun, gas yeah. gun. We, It looks like we're getting a, a copy a, of his movie. A copy of his movie, or, or The Grey Ghost. Or movie or his book, because remember, he, no, it's the book, because he signed it. To Bruce. Uh, okay, and then we're getting yeah the explosive race the cars. Bomb cars. By the way, the, from the episode. Do you know who the villain was in that episode? It it was basically based off of Paul Dini. It it's not based off of. It's even voiced by Paul Dini. Oh yeah. <laughs> so and I love that. I love actually no, it's Bruce Tim. Was it? Bruce it was Tim? Bruce Tim. Was it? Okay, I thought yeah, it was Paul Dini. No, no, no. It's one hundred percent here. Actually, let me show you. Sure. Um, because it. Oh my God, man! I I loved that episode because it was Bruce seeing his hero, it, it, it was his hero yeah I, I so I knew you'd cool. be excited about that we're also getting uh another figure we're getting do you remember Hardak cyborg Batman we're getting we're getting Hardak or uh, Terminator Batman oh, yeah oh man that's so cool uh and then uh I don't know if he comes with any exce- oh yeah it does come with exce- some accessories so uh he comes with a full-on robot head <laughs> Which oh. is just the stuff of nightmares. That's that's <laughs> fucking creepy. Uh, and a sword and uh, and two uh, two alternate hands. So oh, that's funny. I might have to get that one. That actually looks kind of cool. I, I did like Hardak. I uh, thought that was a cool. That's a cool episode. See what I love about these is that makes me look at the episodes and I'm like, oh man, I, I miss it, those. It, it's just a great tangible piece of uh, of memorabilia. That's Bruce Tim all day long. Yeah. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, it is. He's got the hair. He's got everything. Uh, we're also getting a, uh, a original season one Harvey Dent. Oh, so man. this, this so, was yeah. be- before they did the it, the, redes- the the redesigns. And you know what I loved about it too? Who made Harvey Dent in this series? What do you mean? Oh, uh, who voiced him? You mean? No, no. Who who made Poison Ivy actually made this character? If you remember, Pamela Isley was dating. Harvey oh Dent, yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. The one who transformed him. So I always thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, this one I might have to pick this one up. It's a nice figure. Uh, it's, it's nice it's for a nice your rogues gallery because I know you have a bunch of them. I so. have I have the Two Face from the redesign. This guy looks a little sturdier. He looks a little bit more detailed. Than him. Yeah. They did a, uh, with the new redesigns, which I love. Um, 
but they they did a uh, uh, they were a lot more slender. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like the Riddler was really, really thin. Which is good for a cartoon, but for an action figure, Not they so are almost impossible to stand up without the stands. Yeah. Also, very brittle. Uh, we're I'm going to talk about uh, uh, one of the things I brought for show and tell yeah. today. Uh, one of my complaints, if I have any, about the uh, this this line is that they're they're, they're very brittle. detailed, they're good, but they're very brittle. And some yeah. of those figures that I got in the very beginning, uh, they they break very right. easily on you. So let's let's talk about what else I hear that we might be getting some figures of a story that we were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. So I need uh, to see these. We who's, are, put, who's putting them out? Uh, NECA. Oh, the, the yeah. Of course, yeah. it's gonna be NECA. Yeah, yeah. The good the good folks at the uh, the Toy Wizards uh, oh, I at, need to see at, these. at NECA are uh, oh my lord. Hang on. This just in. This just in. Oh, we my are getting God. from NECA. An Ace Ventura pet detective. Oh, holy shit. So, in all of its glory, we are getting... Oh, multiple heads. Multiple heads. You're getting Spike. You're getting... Coming with... Oh, my God. That's so cool. All of his woodland friends... Uh, this is this is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. This is already up for pre-order I, on yeah. Big Bad Toy Store. Damn it, they're gonna get my money. This they year. are. Yeah. Oh my god, that's that's amazing. Ace. <laughs> oh, righty then. God, I uh, loved that movie. That was that takes you back, doesn't it? Uh, no. So the other one that we had. Le- I oh, need to see. These. Also, in in case just in case you're a fan. Yes. Neca's also giving us. The Golden Girls. Oh my God! I need <laughs> these in my life. Oh, so what's funny? So my three childhood friends and I. Yes. Um, we we joke and say that when we get old, we're all going to move into the same house and we're going to call each other the Golden Dudes. <laughs> and, like each one is like kind of picked out. And my friend Dave, because he's kind of a hua, he he's definitely he is. he's definitely Blanche. He's a hua. He's a hua. You know, uh, I'm B Arthur, so that's that's kind of the funny thing. I actually oh, have a B yeah. Arthur. Uh, 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 Funko Pop because you're of it. the you're the B Arthur of the oh group. my god and here we go the coup de gras uh, what the hell Neca what's wrong with is, Daniel is, did uh, they not paint him no he's not he's not finished yet oh. so we're we're getting Karate Kid figures so we're we're, we're getting Karate Kid figures we're we're getting we're we're gonna get I need uh, that skeleton Johnny Mi- Miyagi Johnny in the uh, Daniel in the, in the skeleton costume and then. Daniel, uh, they haven't. They're giving us very early photos of them. That Miyagi is gorgeous. These these look kind of like their Mego figures. They, they do, don't, don't they, they? They look sort of like yeah. they have the the, the that Mego cloth, feel, the cloth clothing, clothing, and but highly detailed on yeah. the on the face. By the way, I still would like to say he. Johnny didn't do anything for months, and then Daniel comes and pours water on him. And Johnny was going to smoke some weed. You're still going to fight that battle, I, aren't he you? He was trying to smoke some weed and trying uh-huh. to relax. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then Daniel has to go and pull his shit. Right. I'd be mad too. He had it coming. He, anyway, he totally deserved to get thrown down that hill. Yeah, and beaten within an inch of his life. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, maybe so things th- got out of hand. So the <laughs> mistakes were made. Um, <laughs> I'm not proud of them. So so that's that's what we got coming down the pike. Oh man, for I'm us. excited. Yeah, excited. yeah. I I thought, and and I'm I, I'm just over the moon about that Ace Ventura. That 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 really takes me back. Man. So let's talk about what I brought for show and tell. Yeah, I, got, I need to see. Uh, I, I recently... Um, I know he's sir, delicate, but... 
I recently acquired. It's actually a little more sturdy than than you'd think. Wow. The, so, of course, I'm talking about the Joker Expressions Pack. Uh, I'll put some pictures of this up on our Facebook page. But uh, when I think a year ago, when I first saw that this was getting oh, yeah. released, I was I was very excited about this. Uh, we get so many accessories. I need to see these. Yeah, with, let me with see this, these with this figure. Um, I have so, m- you, just a few minor gripes. Here's my I've, question: I've got a few gripes. Does the figure come with it? To come with what? So the figure comes with the expression. Yeah, yeah. Pack. You, so you get okay, you, you don't get, have to buy anything. Extra. You, you get a new figure that that comes with it, and you have the ability. You 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 have a, a set of arms. So you, it okay. comes with a set of arms. But uh, that doesn't match his jacket. And the trench coat. <gasps> So you can put. Oh. So depending on what you want to have him in, does he come with the hat? You can have. Yeah, you get a head that has the gangster. Oh, that's so that has cool. the gangster hat. Uh, this guy is just loaded with accessories. So uh, he comes dressed in the 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 gangster hat and the uh, the uh, raincoat. Oh, um, I love the little joke. He's got Joker but, grenades. But, but you've got yeah, you've got, got several accessories. Uh, such as the the two Joker grenades, uh, you got the little rubber. You remember the rubber ducky? Yes, he was the, he was like jumping out into the water. It, and it's actually from the trash heap when they were doing that with with Captain Clown. Yes, and yes. That's the other thing too. Does it come with the the fishbowl? The the fishbowl actually came with the first Joker that was. Oh, released. that's right. So if because you it came that, with that. It came with the killer. F- yeah. the killer fish too. We get two guns that come with it. So we've got the Joker gun that he's holding. With the so Joker head on it. Yeah, it's a revolver with the, uh, with, a, with the little mini Joker head on it. And then we've the got the, the the bang flag gun. I love and, it. And uh, how many different heads do we get here? Let's how, let's count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight, counting the one he comes with. Seven. Yeah. So so many different expressions. Uh, we've got mildly angry. We've got in a rage. We've got maniacal laughter. We've got. I Confused? think probably my favorite one is is the one where the Joker has kind of this like embarrassed, like you almost know what that like looks like like I farted in public kind of look. Do you know what that one kind of looks like? What, what's that? Uh oh, Batman's gonna kick my ass. Yeah, like you know, he's like uh oh, like this is the face. Like I've always, I've, I'm gonna draw this one day, but yeah. I've always kind of imagined like because the Joker is just such a horrible person, like. Almost like farting it, in an elevator. It, well, no, like if you walked in on him, like having just like murdering someone that you love, like he Oops. would look at you and be like, "Oh, this is so awkward." Oops. Yeah, yeah. And then we would get the next one, which is kind of like a, "Hey, I'm sorry about that." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so my only so, and you also get several sets of hands. Uh, so if you look beneath this, Chris, you'll oh, be yeah, able to see yeah. there's a stand that comes with him, and we get uh, several pairs of hands. Uh, that's my one gripe about this is the hands do they are not easy. Yeah, those some of them pegs, are not easy to pop those on and pegs off. Pegs don't look that easy. They're, they're they look fr- flimsy. It's not that they're flimsy. It's the holes in the. I actually had to get a screwdriver and and drill out, make the hole yeah. a little bigger in the Phrasing. in the arms. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's my one complaint, and I, I want to be very careful that I don't break off the the. I don't want to. I guess what I'm saying is, Chris, I don't want to stick it in and break it off. <laughs> So um, I want to see the duck. Yeah, see the. Uh, that's my complaint about this figure is that the hands are are very difficult to pop on and off. But I want to show you this one <laughs> set of hands. And it that fits. They, that's the best part. I, I didn't think it was gonna. The damn thing fits. R- right. No. 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 I mean, the other accessories work fine. But look at you get two sets of hands like these. Do you know what those are from? These. Those are, are from the movie. 
these are from those no, are the Joker robots. There's there's a yeah there's an episode where there's several. It's actually the Christmas, Christmas episode. episode. That's right. So if you happen to have a second Joker figure, you could turn it into the. You could turn one of them into a Joker robot that's that so has cool. the, the finger guns. I love it. Um. So how many sets of hands do we do we what get? What's that? Here? I see. What what's that? What is this? Oh oh that that's just the card that has the uh, just kind of other products on it. It's 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 got a picture of Superman on it, but you oh, don't. It's tape. never mind. Yeah. Do, do uh, you remember one? So we got one, two, three, four, four pairs of hands Man. Uh, coming with this week. So the two gun pistol hands, uh, two uh, like uh, pistol holding right hands, uh, two uh, I'm gonna choke you. Uh, hands, and then also we get two close-fisted hands. Do you remember, hands. as a kid, uh, Kenner used to do this a lot. So you would buy a figure, and they would come with a booklet of the other series and other things that they would put out. Do you remember those? Yeah, yeah, that's oh that's exactly what that's, that's exactly what, what this. Is. That's what yeah. it made me think of. I was like, yeah, oh my god, I'm yeah, all excited. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what this, this is. Thing is. This is really cool. Now, how much is this retail? Um, I th- I remember that it was a. I want to say it's in the forty dollar neighborhood. That's not I'm miserable. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now because uh I'll, it's you it's available right now on Big Bad Toy Store, um, and I'm sorry I'm I'm stalling stalling. No, it's okay. Dead so air time is wonderful. Well, some <laughs> things that I noticed that I actually like is they've actually cut into his chest. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Um, so that way the jacket. Yeah, yeah, the jacket goes on very so smoothly. It is a uh, forty retails at forty four ninety nine yeah, on so the Big Bad Toy Store. And the jacket, they they both will fit the same part of the body. Yeah, so they they really, really everything cool. molds to him great. Yeah. Um, I I feel like they've even improved a bit on how the head fits on the shoulders. I always thought that the first Was it Joker difficult to get out. I mean, are the, they the head to the heads and... were not that difficult to change. It's yeah. just the hands. I've noticed that the hands are the most difficult things to pop on and off. And you want to be delicate with it because the my like I said, the animated series figures tend to be kind of brittle. brittle. And so that, but other than that, I mean, it's it, it's great. I, I completely recommend it if you if you collect if you just want a good um, Joker figure. It's a beautiful uh, th- figure. This is this is your definitive Joker figure, and yeah. I love th- how you can customize it. And like, I just put the rubber duck on him, and just you know. Oh no, he looks he looks great. It's perfect. I'm gonna take a picture and put him so we can put it because on our, in, our in Facebook all honesty, page. I mean, you you can really do anything. That's the thing that I love about the Joker. You come with Joker grenades, by the way. Those, I think, those were only in like one episode. You know, I mean, and and you get like these little little nuances from the show that that you. It's the attention love. to detail yeah. that makes me love this particular line. A- now, who absolutely. puts this? Who puts this out? Uh, this is DC Collectibles. So DC, that's the one thing I will say about DC. DC knows how to make some figures. You know, they they make some really 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 nice figures. Yeah, good merch. Something. They do. They really do. Um. All right. You want you want. Let's talk more about one. this, or you want to move on to the the second thing I brought for, for Let's show do, and tell. Talk about the second one. Okay, all got? right. So I got um, the one of the the newer figures from the Marvel Legends Man. wave. This is the Spider Man wave, and this is the new Electra figure. This, I have your, I have the old Electra figure. Yeah, yeah. And this is this is an improvement. Her face sculpt is just. Beautiful. Th- they're doing a really good job with the face sculpts on 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 the female figures. I mean, so, one... what's the build a figure? Okay, so if you, I mean, I can tell you. So the build a figure is Spider. It's it's like S P 
uh, forward slash forward slash dr. Uh, it's a bit more of an obscure figure if you're not really heavy into Spider-Man. Right. But there was the story of Edge Edge of the Spider-Verse. Right. Uh, where Spider-Man was meeting up with all of these parallel yeah. universe versions Spider of pig. himself. Spider-Pig. By the way... Um, Spider-Ham. No, they're, they're doing the uh, uh, Spider-Man into the... In, into the Spider-Verse movie, into the yeah. Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Nicolas Cage is actually going to be in that movie. I heard... I heard He's going to be playing Spider-Man Noir. Sp- exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think... Okay, I'll accept that. that that's okay. I'm okay. Okay, but anyway, I just I just thought that was kind of neat. Hey, okay, just, okay. So let me just tell you, uh, I'm Spider Man, and it's pretty crazy. Uh, all right, so uh, just get used to it, okay? Because I am Spider Man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what can I say about it? This is like the little details. I see like the crossings on the sides. I mean, it it is, it is. Yeah. Even the, yeah. Even the detail in the accessories. So Mm -hmm. she, she comes with the three accessories, two are the, the side, uh, which yeah, the, the wrappings, the, Mm -hmm. the, the, uh, the detail on the wrappings is excellent. And then it looks like we get a leg, uh, from spider, spider who is a mech. Yeah. So he's a, he's a robot. Yeah. Uh, no, like uh, I said, and Spider-Man. No, I don't want to take anything away from this figure, but who else is in this line? Because I'll be honest with you, there are a couple here where I'm like, ooh, I'd buy that one. Ooh, I'd buy that one too. Well, we get uh, old school Doc Ock. Which uh, looks gorgeous. Because you have a really nice Doc Ock, but I don't know. That might... This might displace him. Um, the Doc Ock that I have is a Marvel Select figure. Yeah. And I like the design. He just, the scaling is off. Right. He doesn't, he doesn't scale well with my other so Marvel Legends figures. So this other figures. one. So this other one might, might replace him and I might just uh, put the. Retire the, 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 re, Well, not retirement, but just he will be now with the, my old Doc Ock will be with Marvel Legends right. figures because he scales better. We get a, uh, a Scarlet Spider. And that's the figure. new suit. That's the gorgeous. I love that suit. Uh, this is uh, actually Kane, so this is the uh, the imperfect uh, right. Spider-Man clone, uh, and you get some really cool accessories with with him as well. An alternate head. Uh, he has these little uh, stingers that come out of his wrists. Oh, cool! Uh, so you get alternative hands for that. You get cloak and dagger. Yeah, which I... th- those those have in a weird way have been favorite characters of mine because they're part of that that Spider-Man right. sort of supporting cast. Uh, we get a new Daredevil. Yeah, that's uh, the black suit. That's much. The... Yeah, yeah, black black suit uh, Daredevil, and then probably the figure I'm least excited about from the whole wave is the uh, House of M Spider-Man, um, the big old bug eyes. Um, no, it's it's basically a repaint of the um, the one that you already have of the of the Pizza Spidey. Wait, go back, go back, go back. Yeah. Oh, oh you're man. looking at looking at the Daredevil. Yeah. So that Daredevil. He, um, I love when they do that with, with his, uh, he's his got the clubs. baton. Yeah. And it's just, it, it, they do what they'll do is they'll take the line in between and put like a bendy, uh, metal mm-hmm. so that way you can bend it in whatever we want. So I've seen, I, I've seen, uh, so a guy that does, I'm not a fan of that suit, but Sh- I, I do like it. Uh, Shardimus Prime is a guy on uh, YouTube who does a lot of reviews or reviewed this guy and. One critique he had is that 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 wire is not bendy, so it's oh. it's basically stuck in that position. Oh, that's, so you, you you can't yeah, that you, is crap. You, you can't move it, um, and it's it's basically a repaint. It of is of the, the original uh, of the other which Daredevil. I have. However, 
we do get a couple new things with it. Uh, we get hand wraps. Oh, nice. So that, that looks so kind of cool. So that's more of a um, Frank Miller style with the hand wraps and it, stuff. It was described uh, on uh, Shardimus described it as Marvel Now. So I think I think this is his contemporary costume. Yeah. I'm not reading Daredevil right now, so I, I, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, back, back to uh, just Electra. This is, yeah, let's uh, do that, uh, and then I want to see that auto. Uh it's uh, no, it's just it's just a great figure, and Marvel's been killing she's, with their, she's their, gorgeous their, too. Their, their, their female figures, yeah. um, and she def- definitely doesn't look wafy. I mean, you no? can tell that this is this is more of a, a muscular. Yeah, I was gonna say she's looks not as thin. And I remember the heroic. last one. Remember her like her forearms and everything were so thin. Yeah, and so yeah, you you, you felt like you were gonna break it. I haven't I, yeah I haven't un- unboxed her yet, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm just. Super stoked about this line. What, do, that's, what, do you, that's what are your plans out. for this figure? Um, well, I mean, you're gonna display. put it with the Daredevil, you know? Area yeah, I, I have. Uh, yeah, I have kind of like a New York area oh, yeah, in right, in right. my room where I have sort of like the uh, uh, fire escape. So she's gonna go on the fire escape. Oh, nice. She's probably. I'm gonna retire the Toy Biz Electra. Yeah. That I have. Mm-hmm. So it's funny the Toy Biz Electra that I have retired the one that I gave you. Yeah. So now she's gonna retire her. It's just. The uh the toy making ability's just gotten so much. Oh better. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so so yeah, great great addition. But yeah, we, so we can we cool. can take a look at that that Doc Ock, and, and we can put a link to this on our our Facebook page, uh, for people that are wow. in the know. Uh, yeah, that the Doc Ock definitely looks yeah. looks really nice. Uh, love the metallic sheen mm-hmm. that they have on the arms. Now again, these arms are uh because I've watched uh the yeah. reviews on it, they're not bendy wire. So they're stuck. So, like that. so they're stuck in that position. Now you can rotate the arms. That you can pull the arms. They just go into his back right. in pegs. So you you can, you can switch whatever way you, you want. You can switch them. So you can give them a different look. Uh, but they're just they're no they have no bendy wire. Huh. But yeah, it's a great looking it's a great looking figure. I love the classic look. Yeah, I do too. I of, love that he's um, he's hefty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is definitely the look I I prefer. I. I Kind of don't like what they did with him making him the. Uh, he's now like the ultimate octopus, where he's like in a clone body. Yeah, it's of weird. Peter and it's not wouldn't be my favorite thing. I, I don't completely dislike everything they've done because now they have him working at Horizon Labs, and right. I, I'm glad to see that they they are doing something to kind of evolve the the character a bit. But but anyway, that's that's my show and tell for for today. So. Uh, I should have some more things coming up because there's uh, there's a great X Men wave that's coming out uh, oh, yeah. later this year that I'm I'm really looking forward to that nice. we're getting uh, we're getting a new uh, Wolverine figure uh, with the the yellow tiger stripes oh nice uh, a uh, Omega Red oh you, by you, the you way familiar with Omega Red I am and did you know that Omega Red was actually supposed to be in Deadpool too I saw that did you see the actual makeup yeah he he looked very like he, he had no eyebrows it was kind of freaky but he looked legit like right from the comic i was like oh man he looks so cool well, maybe for deadpool 3 actually um they're taking the deleted scene it's actually called chess with omega red and i think that's actually going to be in there nice so, yeah the guy who played him is actually a like a linebacker or something he's a professional football player nice so who else are we getting well uh oh uh i drew a blank on that oh, well actually i should be getting the spider ham in any day now, oh, so, so we'll fun. we'll do we'll do a review. So much fun on that. He better smell like bacon. Um, that would be that would that, gotta go for authenticity. Yeah, right. with your toys. Uh, bishop, we're getting a we're getting a bishop. 
Nice. I, I'm kind of round looking to round out my my Jim Lee '90s yeah, X-Men. So that's, that's right up there. So I've already got my already got Cyclops. Yep. Uh, already got um, the uh, Jim Lee Rogue. Yep. Uh, and so I'll be getting the Tiger Stripes Wolverine. Uh, the um, and with the Bishop, and I've already got Beast. So I'm going to have a nice kind of nice. X Men, Jim, Jim Lee uh, yeah, X Men. That, that those are my X Men. So for those me, those those yeah. are the ones I grew up with. Me I mean, too. you asked me earlier if I watched Power Rangers growing up, and it was, uh, it when was, I was, it was that Fox TV morning block. It yep. was X Men, Power Rangers, and the Tick, and Spider Man. Oh yeah, and and Spider Man. Yeah. I'll be honest, the the Power Rangers were more kind of like they were, I. It was kind of like after I was finished watching those other shows. Yeah, exactly. It was like, okay, I don't want Saturday morning to be over, so I'll just sit and watch this, yep. and I like to pretend that I didn't enjoy it and like it, but but I really did. Yeah, no, everybody loved it. Um, okay, so do you have any opinions about anything that we've been talking about? If you do, email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Give us a like on Facebook. Check out our SoundCloud page. Uh, hopefully you are, or maybe you're listening to us on iTunes. Don't forget to stop by our Deviant Art page. Uh, I'm always putting up new artwork on there. I've been just uh, churning it out like like yeah, crazy. Beautiful. Uh, you're not going to be able to find us under Justice Nerds. You're going to have to look for Masked Man. So that's M-A-S-K-E-D-M-A-N-1978. Masked Man 1978. That's the handle that uh, I'm under there. Nice. If you want to check out any of the artwork. Do you have artwork? Do any of you out there in podcast land have artwork that you want to submit to us? Uh, email it to us. We'll we'll slap it up on our Jen's Artist Alley because we'd like to see yeah, your, your yeah, talents we'll and, and, and your abilities. Uh, hopefully, we're going to have some interviews coming up. We've, I've been in contact with Tatiana Diktar. We just got to nice. nail down a time to do an interview. And then also the always wonderful Mr. J.M. Dematis. Oh, yes. And then... Dematis. Also, sorry. Di- oh, damn it. Di- Dematis. Absolutely, um, and you know, looking. T- oh, and Mr. Jose Del Delbo. So basically, buddy, I got a lot of work to do. Gotta, I got I to gotta gotta sh- shake some monkey trees. Yep. Well, gang, that is all the time we have for this our forty eighth episode of the Just Us Nerds podcast. Tune in next time as we continue our year long adventure to scour the globe. And remember, wherever there is mystery to be solved, wherever there is an artifact to be found, wherever there is a tomb that can be disturbed, no matter the risk. No matter what jaws of death may await. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. Hi. We're we're leaving. Do do I need to do I need to stamp my hand? Do you need to stamp my hand before? Can I can I just come back without having to pay? No. No. Okay. Good. Great. Great. Thing. Do Do you validate? No. Oh. Okay. Hey. Oh. So, sorry. Where was I? Uh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. No matter. No matter the risk. No matter what jaws of certain death lay in wait. We will find the answers, and you will find Just Us Nerds.